Good evening, people, ladies and gentlemen, listening to the sound of my voice. I welcome you all to another fresh episode of your favorite podcast. So, this week on the Talkative Show, I'll just be talking today. I'll, I don't have any guests. I'll be my own self guest. And I'm here to talk. Just like how I do for the subsequent episode of the, of the Morning Dose, on this one, we're talking on God's love. God's undying love. I know throughout, the, if you have listened keenly to the Morning Dose on my podcast channel, you find out that I've been speaking of love, love, love. God's love for us, God's love for humanity. You don't understand why I do so. Let me tell you guys a little story. My full name is Jeremiah Nanshak Josiah. Yes. And um, the family of uh five five yeah five siblings no four siblings i'm the fifth so uh this is what happened when i was born before i was born my parents got married right yeah they got married and they had children you know they had babies and uh, the first the first child was a male fortunately okay was a female rather from the story i've gotten she was a female and this lady was so this young lady rather was so vibrant so energetic so full of life then out of the blues she fell ill so incurable that she later died at the age of she be around three four or five during this rage she died they also had another, another child again a male this boy too died before he was five they had another male child he also died that was this is now three children dead then i was born i'm the fourth child i was born and the same fate almost happened to me you know i was uh five i started showing the same symptoms that my siblings before me showed i had fallen ill vomiting having sores on my body and all and all whatnot and before um i was so sick I, you know, I also had another younger sibling so I felt like a big brother he was a boy so beautiful fair cute and so sweet and at that age before he was up to a year just less than six to seven months this boy died there's now four children dead which makes me the only surviving child just stick loot and get the full story which makes me the only surviving child i find it hard to tell the story openly because at some point i blame myself for what happened but because of god's love eh, i tend to put everything behind me and be like everything happens for a purpose you know my name is jeremiah which me, and if you have read the show of jeremiah from the beginning it says before you, i formed you i knew you and i set you as a prophet over the nations over the people which means I was destined for greatness, you know. Nancha goes to me, I am with you. So the Lord has been with me all through. I became the only surviving child. I fought for my life because I was at the verge of death. See, I saw death face to face. I was supposed to die. Let me put it that way. I was supposed to die because all hope was lost. Medications, drugs, drips, everything I lost. And I lost a large amount of blood. Because just a little uh, wound, I'll start bleeding. I 
hard sores all over my body like from head to toe if you check my body right now you will see the scars of the wounds i had since from since when i was a child from the crown of my head down the sole of my feet you'll find different sores wounds from nowhere out of the blues in every raining season i always experience incessant wounds this is them pains that i even sometimes i find hard to sleep so when i was six my mom died she also died which left me with my dad and i and um if you have met people around who go uh grew up with a single parent you know that it isn't easy at all single parent like i salute them because it's not easy to train a child on your own so um my aunt my father's younger brother younger sister rather she now moved in with us and began to take care of me like her own son because my father was a clergy became a clergy before my mom died he i said the call of god upon his life i became a full-time clergy so he was always up and doing so we hardly we, we hardly stick together so it was me and my aunt aunt julie so when we continued moving everything was okay and before my mom died again uh, before my mom died i now fell sick this my sickness was so chronic that so I said earlier i was supposed to die i was admitted into the hospital for six weeks <laughs> for six weeks i was just six clocking seven at then for six weeks i was stuck in the confines of a hospital i couldn't eat i had low appetite for food always on drip like and to make matters worse i was having super tiny veins so it's very hard for it to get a vein on my body not to inject or even put in drip so they had to barb my hair bald to look for veins on my head on my buttocks on my legs like all over my body was just injections here drips there and everything actually i was even smelling medicine my body was like medicine entirely and i even became the doctor's favorite because <laughs> i was full of drama at that age but that's story for another day so i why i'm telling you all this story is to know that god's love eh? if god loves you and eh? i want you to know that that god loves you because when he loves you eh, he'll pick you up like you're nothing he will form you up and make you something let's continue the story you know so i, I was supposed to die yes six weeks in the hospital lost appetite on medications and they couldn't really find what was happening to me and what really killed my siblings even in the long run, they ran an autopsy test on everything and it was all came out. That was what happened. My, fa- my mother was HIV positive. Yes, you had me right. My mother was HIV positive and her, what killed her was the HIV that it now moved to the second window. Those who are into uh, more of HIV, so you understand that when you, when you have transcended to the second phase, then after the second phase is now AIDS. So before this was like at the verge of becoming an AIDS patient. You know, like okay, she became an AIDS patient. So she was killed of AIDS. And no one, no one knew because um, before my father and mother married, got married, they went for tests from stories I've from the stories I've received. They went for tests because uh, it's a church, local church tradition for couples to undergo tests to know their genotype, their status before they get married, so that they can produce healthy children. 
so when for the t- they were, when they went for the test found that my mother was HIV positive and then she denied the whole thing that this wasn't her result you know she's not HIV positive she has kept herself all this and that and my father being uh you know quiet person who was blinded by love and I said well, let's let's move it and they got married you know and they give out to little HIV babies so and this is what happened again on the long run I was found to have HIV as well because from what my, my dad told me that there was a day that the breast milk because I was when I was a uh, uh, baby let me say when I was a baby I like I was I had a large craving for food always hungry so I always suck my mother breast be, breasts feed me yes I was breastfed <laughs> sorry so um isn't that the breast milk be turned turn into blood you understand like she was her stage, she was at the very chronic stage her it was her HIV was at the very chronic stage so her breast milk became more like blood stained with blood I don't really know how through is that because uh, I've not really searched about if it's, if it is possible you know so <clears throat> I was born an HIV patient HIV child because my mother denied the whole thing and doing her antenatal you could have prevented this thing easily but out of ignorance you know I now face and become or like carry the succumb how I put the word I now became the carrier I now became a carrier of this dreaded disease this dreaded virus so and i wasn't treated early so i always kept on feeling sick kept on feeling sick just like a sickle cell laminia patient felt sick constantly today is tuberculosis tomorrow is malaria next morning is diarrhea and everything like i was sick on a daily basis that in schools i was even known as the boy who always wounds because today i am having a broken head next morning is a broken leg and blood everywhere I don't remember this it really hurts me you know but i don't have a choice i just want to make you guys understand that god's love is sufficient that god love does it's limitless that god's love doesn't has uh, a barrier or a limit it's limitless and it's open to everybody who is willing to accept it so my father was also supposed to be an HIV patient. Get it right. When my mom died of HIV, of AIDS rather, my father was forced to go for a test. He was prompted rather to go for a test and know his own health status. So he went for the test the first time at the same hospital where I was hospitalized, which was uh, which is a uh, Juth Josh University Teaching Hospital here in Josh, Lachi State, Nigeria, Africa. So uh, he was tested the first time and he was seen negative. So the doctor now, now told him to come after uh, three months. And my father didn't really believe the whole thing. So before he came back the third month, he went to a different hospital again. Tested negative. Went to another. Tested he was negative. So he came back to the same doctor who told him to come back after three months. He came back to the same test. He was negative. He went now to him to come after a year. He came after a year. Same result was just negative, negative, negative. And it baffled him because all children died of AIDS. And um, me, the current surviving child, I'm also a carrier of HIV. So how is it possible for him to be HIV free while his child, while his children bear the sickness? 
that is a message that we haven't yet unfold but they okay this was this, this whole thing his own issue his own case his own situation is as a result of god's love because he told me that at his when he was young he left a he, he lived a life of uh let me the word a harlot <laughs> a male harlot so he wasn't deserving of what happened to him but god single-heartedly picked him out of us and then made him whole so me now i became a carrier of hiv and i really dreaded to even speak of it in public you know whenever i remember that i'm having hiv and it's not really, really my fault i tend to start to cry be like why wait of everything why me why would god pick me why won't you just let me die and then maybe leave one of my seniors it could have been better than i am because i look at my life and i find out that i'm not living according to his standard i'm not living a holy life like my life is just a mess you know but I ask myself, why me? Wait, why will God choose me? Why will I? Why, why will it be me that will have HIV at this young age? Not my fault. I didn't bargain for this. I, I didn't choose to be. It wasn't my choice. I was, let me say what, I was forced into it. Why me? I wasn't even given a choice to choose whether I like it or not. Why me? I asked different questions, different questions. And growing up, I wasn't really that person. I wasn't really that type that's open like that. I had only a few friends, my neighbors, we played together, but I kept things to myself. So when I'm alone, even at a very tender age of 10, 13, I always cry around myself, why me? Whenever I remember that I'm positive, why me? Why Nanshak? Why Jeremiah? Why, why me? I didn't begin for this. Is it my fault? So, and it was not silence. You know, I didn't get any answer for all the questions I asked. There wasn't an answer forthcoming. Not until I was 12. No, 11 o'clock in 12. Went for an open air crusade with uh, my, my late spiritual father, Apostle Gosanga Tongdin, at uh, Miangu, Jebu Miangu in Plateau State, Basa local government, Plateau State. So, okay, no, before that, uh, d- uh, uh, my the school which I attend is owned by Raps Gospel and Prayer Ministry Worldwide. So, uh, the ministry tried to give the school a day. To uh, for us to lead this, I was forced to take over the service from the message to the coordination, and everything was just us, you know. And I was single handedly picked by the school to preach. And before I was even chosen, I had a very strong intuition in me that Nanshak, you are going to preach, get ready. Nanshak, you are going to preach, get ready. And at that stage, I was already getting sick again. At age 12, I was getting, I was taking my medication. Okay, let me, let me go back. Let me go back before I come back to the story. Let me go back. Uh, when I was 9, 9, 10, doing a program which we tagged seven days with the Lord. In 2010, I had a very strong faith that my people were challenging to everybody around. I had very strong faith. And uh, during this, the, the, the pastor preached, he preached and he preached. And then he now made an altar call for us to, it's type of faith. I don't know what really came into me at that young age. Just went into my, my into my room, pick up the drug, came out and be like, Lord, I am not taking these drugs anymore. I am done. Understand what I mean? Like, I'm not taking drugs anymore. If I die, I die. 
the feeling was just so strong like it was but at that age i don't even know what i was doing you know i was like god you know what <laughs> i'm not taking drug anymore he said that I live or I die, but I'm not living by this drug. At that very young age, I made that declaration. And guess what? It worked for me. <clears throat> it worked for me. So I decided not to take the drug anymore. And I was still living so hell like a normal child who was very happy, always getting in trouble, being stubborn, being all you know, all the childish stuff. So uh and then I was I was I should be uh, nine by then. Yes, I was nine. So when I was 11, 12, you know, becoming uh, an adolescent, only I was learning adolescent drama. So I started to lose faith. Started asking, doubting God. I started doubting God. Be like, can God really do this for me? Like, can God really do this? Like, it became like it was as if a fresh wound was spilled off from my skin. Can go into this. And then when I started doubting God, eh, everything now came back to normal. It became worse. My sickness was worse. Like tuberculosis today, diarrhea tomorrow, wounds, the wounds again coming back again afresh. It was as if I was taken back to uh, where I was from. I don't know how to put the, I, I don't know how to make you guys understand what I really mean. Like it became worse. 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 It became so so worse. Okay. And and I was going to the hospital. Now I had to start getting back my medication and everything. Now I had to get better. I lost faith. So uh when I was eleven early on uh, my clocking 12 at that time um doing as on the school weekends in my local church was giving Sunday school for children and uh i was selected to preach so it just happened at that young age i preached hmm. i preached in church and that was when I understand that I was born to be a teacher. Teacher full of God because like full of grace and poise. I don't want to talk about it. Let's move forward. So uh, then age 12, I was still very sick. Before I started taking my medication, I was still very sick. And then the school now prepared the program and then I was led to minister. Before uh, before the day for the program, I was still healthy. Read my message, praying, you know, all that. Going through coaching, read the message, and how to speak in front of people. Cause it was like my friends speaking in very large crowd, unlike my local church. So I was meet was a bit more bigger than my local church. So I was trained, equipped, prayed for, and everything. But before on the day for me to minister, I called so sick. My head was very big, neck was very tiny. I was so slim. <laughs> you won't more like let me say like a cartoon character in a cat in an animated movie. So when I climbed on, I I see I was like God, I have to do this. I have to do this. So on the day Saturday for the program, I went and what happened? I ministered. I preached at age twelve.
<sighs> I preached at age 12 at Rapture Gospel and Prayer Ministry Worldwide. Just so it then happened there. Immediately I stopped, immediately I came down from the stage that day. It was not like I collapsed. I, my sickness got worse. Temperature was so high. I don't talk about it. I don't talk about it. So I now continued there. I'll stop the story here for today. I'll stop the story here for today. I can't talk anymore. But for throughout all the stories that I've been talking about, throughout all this story, what I'm trying to pinpoint here is this. God loves us. His love is ever sufficient. His love is boundless. His love is awesome. You know? Like I've tasted of I've tasted God's love. <laughs> I, I have tasted God's love you know I'll continue this story next week on subsequent episode of the Socrative show or maybe during the morning dose but I'll stop here for today I just hope you were blessed by my story <laughs> I what you guys should do that God's love eh? uh, I don't know how to be I don't, I don't know how to make you guys understand I don't I, I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know how to make you guys understand God's love I don't know I I, I don't know I don't I don't but one thing I know for sure is that his love goes to everyone for as long as you are ready to accept his love he's ever ready to give it on to you he's ever ready to show you his love see ever since I no ever since I understood this mission of God's love I remember that I am loved by someone I feel this sense of warmth I alright then guys we've come to the end of this episode of the talkative show right and uh, for personal questions just move into social media on my social media handles on Instagram Twitter and on TikTok at so Jeremiah J then on Snapchat at Jeremiah J and on Sorry. On Facebook at is Jeremiah J. Don't forget to follow me and like follow follow me on social media handles and I'm always ready to answer your questions. And then for personal public questions, public opinions, you don't forget that you can use the hashtag on social media handles, TTS or the talkative show. I'll be there to respond. And we can start the conversation there online, either on Facebook, Instagram whatsoever just the hashtag TTS hi guys I love you and don't forget God loves you very much
Have a blissful day. You're blessed.